Hey everybody, it's Lori with the Catch a Pocket Podcast, and I'm here today with my friend Santia Ware. Um, she is a singer-songwriter who's out there in Wichita playing for you every once in a while, and um, I'm going to post her Facebook page and Instagram and whatever else, YouTube, that she has out there so you guys can catch wind and hopefully catch her at a show, a live show. Um, she has two shows coming up, one at Kirby's and one at Rock Island. And if you stick around at the end, Santia sings the song. Man, I haven't stopped thinking about it since I listened to it the last time um, while I was editing. And uh, do yourself a favor. It's awesome. Check it out. My next guest is Santia Ware. So, Santia, you are from Wichita? Were you born here? I was not born in Wichita, Kansas. I was actually born in Denver, Colorado. Oh, cool. Well, no. I was born in Oklahoma, and I moved to Denver, like, as a baby. Mm -hmm. Um, So, that's where I came from, and I came to Wichita when I was about 15 years old. Okay. And what made you guys move to Wichita? Well... Um, I lived with my grandparents, mm-hmm. and I started getting into a little bit of trouble. Okay. So I had an auntie okay. who was like, stop getting into trouble, come to Wichita. Because I would come down here during the summers, and she's a real religious lady. Mm-hmm. Um, and she would teach me about the Bible and, and whatnot, and I was getting better. Mm-hmm. Uh, you just, just got in a bad crowd or just a bad space or it was, maybe it was just a bad situation right all together in denver mm-hmm. okay so i ended up coming to wichita mm-hmm. um i went to north high school go redskins all right uh i love and, their i love their um um pep rallies yeah and they sound like the war cry you know oh, what i mean yeah. i love it yeah it's i really like awesome it. <laughs> just the whole tradition and they really do do a good job just like enhancing or not enhancing but emphasizing the tradition of what what the background is right and not so. like discriminatory yeah. against native americans or anything yeah, like that i've never seen but more like, like lift that. it up let's do the war cry right let's prep it you know prep it up in a way that or pump it up in a way that um makes it a positive and not a negative thing. right exactly yeah exactly. that's cool so i never saw any disrespect there but yeah it was well there were a lot of fights but that's high school yeah that's high school so, yeah, North was a real good school. So you live with your aunt. So your mom and dad just split up and yeah. left, or did they pass away? Or Yeah, it was a whole thing. Like, they, they were just not in my life at a okay. good portion. My mom is really encouraging now. So it took us a while to patch okay. up our relationship, but she cool. put so much effort into just making sure that I feel uh, loved and appreciated and, and pretty right. and everything like that. And it's really as an older person mm-hmm. um, who didn't really get that as I was younger, like you still need it your whole rest of your life. Yeah, you do. You, you do. Still you need, need it the whole encouragement and someone to believe in you and, mm-hmm. and think you're awesome. Yes. I think. It helps. Yes, exactly. So and that whole upbringing just kind of, there was always music in my life throughout that whole growing up. So I was through either... church or just at home listening to records or Well, I start I was in a little church choir. There's three of us. Mm-hmm. Um three three sisters? Just yeah, th- three church sisters. Okay. So yeah, there was just there was three three of us in our in our little church choir and our piano player. Oh, okay. And um and we would like do do our 
pizzas for church, but then we, we'd go off sometimes <laughs> and, and be at conventions or whatever else. So we got a chance to experience a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but my piano player, and I cannot remember her name for the life of me right now, but she pulled me to the side one day mm-hmm. and then she was like, the, the music is something incredible. Like it's something that can change things. It's something that can right. move things. Right. And, and she was so excited about it. And I just kind of kept that with me. And all through my life, Barry Harris, there was one time he came to North High. Okay. And uh, he was actually the friend with one of, with my auntie that I was living with. Okay. So on occasion, I'd be at his house uh-huh. uh, while she was doing notaries or talking to his wife about shopping or whatever they were talking about. Right. Um, and then I'd just like hang out with him and then watch him play the guitar. And I was kind of messing around with the keyboard and he did the same thing. Music can change everything. It can right. really do something to the world and then at North High he just reiterated it and it just kept happening and happening and happening and I was like should I be a musician? Nah, I'll go. <laughs> that sounds hard like like a hard life, you I'll, know. I'll go do something else. Well, it wasn't really that. It was I was so ready yeah. to like have a family. Okay. And then like I just kept kind of you were ready putting already it to, to the settle side. down. And... Yeah, I was ready to settle down and mm-hmm. it just never really happened. Um and then here I am like like it all changed for you that's somewhere it clicked that it's Mm -hmm. your passion yeah it's your heart feeling when I learned how to play the guitar yeah I was 24 Mm -hmm. or 24 or 25 I started playing late Mm -hmm. and uh a lot of people me too yeah Yeah. I was just like oh well I have this guitar let me learn how to play it and Mm -hmm. then just bam did you learn on your own or did someone teach you well I got a couple lessons from a friend at work okay and uh, he was like, this is a C, this is a G, this is an A. <laughs> yeah. You're done. All right, you're ready for a gig. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, this is a whole lot easier than I expected it to be. Right. And uh, after the initial, like, hand grips and whatever. Yeah, sure. Yeah, it was just. Getting the calluses built up. Yeah, getting yeah. all of that done. I just kind of ran with it. And then I was on and off and then married and divorced and then back on. And mm-hmm. now I just keep getting opportunities and I want to take advantage of everyone that I have with with anybody doing anything that's right. really that's really it you get your opportunities you take them no matter what they are right right unless it's against your you know well, yeah. ethics and stuff like that in which case yeah you yeah, run like, like don't go selling crack or anything <laughs> no, just, no. I want to hey, be an entrepreneur yeah. there's an opportunity I'll don't, sell some crack like yeah. no don't, or don't do try that. it or anything because yeah. it's addictive yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's a whole commercial about that i think so yeah so so right you went into learning the guitar and then from there you started writing your own music yeah i've been right like i was writing before i did anything with music so i'd write poems stories okay uh and more poems and stories Mm -hmm. and just it was an outlet just an emotional outlet yeah sure so just putting it with music just came naturally because okay. I was already a writer. Right. So that was one thing. And I I remembered it was poetry.com or something. I got one poem in there at, at some point a thousand years ago. And then I was like, yeah, I'm a real writer now. Yeah. But You got your writing published? Yeah, it was uh-huh. published. On, and there's the competition. I, I believe it was poetry.com because it was so long ago. It was like 1990-something. Okay. It was a while ago. Yeah. So when did you graduate from North? 
I graduated in 2000. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. So you're like eight years younger than I am. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's okay, though. No, that's fine. I think that's the best years of your life, actually, about oh. eight years ago. Uh-huh. I was like, man, I was strong. I was ready. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, I had 30, and I was like, uh, this is it. no that's not it there's much more to go (laughs) well no it was more like this is it like who i am right okay yeah it was more in a a self-awareness sort of situation to where i just kind of realized what i was worth and and where my strengths were where my weaknesses were why i kept getting into certain situations and then i took 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 it from there to just get better as a person right. as a mother that's really what to do and then that that helps a yeah. lot and you had some people in your life during that time that helped you uh focus on that or find yourself or is it was it more of like an internal um thought process happening well it was an internal thought process for the while um after the divorce because i was married for seven years i was mm-hmm. with the guy for 10 um and then hit divorce and then after the divorce I go into my little one bedroom apartment mm-hmm. and we're going through the divorce stuff and it's just like right. somebody died. It's really, yes. it's a long funeral is what a divorce is. And I don't mm-hmm. recommend it for everybody. Mm-hmm. And I was trying to figure out what it was, what I was going to do. Um, I ended up going to church. Okay. And I hadn't gone to church for 12 years. Like the it, whole time you were married, you didn't go to church really? Just, just on like the... Yeah. holidays or something yeah well sometimes on the holidays we would watch church on tv there was one period of time and there was a pastor kent rogers on united methodist church it was channel 12 or something like okay. that that sure we were just like we changed the channel and i was like we need to do something because it seems like our family's sinking mm-hmm. um maybe god let's try that okay yeah sure <laughs> so we start watching church on tv and there was one christmas it was the christmas before we got like separated before we separated mm-hmm. um i went to the united methodist church okay and there was that's a, the one on broadway yeah that's oh, the one on broadway okay. and there was a there was a church there called the united methodist church it's like mm-hmm. a black church and they were singing the the holiday songs and i was like wow you know i was just listening to all this music and it was like wow this is i love amazing it. music yeah and then I didn't know how they played into my life at all because I didn't I didn't end up going to that church. We got divorced, and then I was like, you know what? I'm going to go to United Methodist Church and see, mm-hmm. you know, what they're about, um, and try to heal because I was losing my mind. Right, right. Like I was, I was. You need something to grab onto. Yeah, was, that would make you feel positive and yes. and good. Yes. Uh huh. And church does that. I think you yeah. know when you start. When you start spiraling out, mm-hmm. you need some base. Yes. And church is definitely a good base. Yes. So. And they they loved on me just immediately. Cool. They just loved on me immediately. And then I got word that there was like they were looking for people in the choir. Okay. And then I was like, no, just that's that's my musical life. No, that's not what I need to be doing. Right. Right. <laughs> and then it just kept happening, happening, happening. I joined the choir. Mm-hmm. And learn how to sing with other people because at this yeah. point I've been just singing by myself. Or so you learn harmony, yeah, and, and, all, and all of that. And it's just music, just is period. Just the overall theme, it's just amazing, and it changes things. It sure does, and it changes you internally to where you can change things outwardly. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. So yeah, it's a very spiritual thing for me. It is, and it is for, you know, it is for 
everyone i think there's a song or Mm -hmm. something or a moment and you remember the music or Mm -hmm. the way it made you feel or helped you get through like a divorce or Mm -hmm. you know there's everyone has this pivotal even when we have our funerals it's a big deal what music you're gonna play at that thing yeah and a lot of people like play this at my funeral or or, you know what i mean because and and at weddings they have songs they want to play it's just it's so much part of our life Mm-hmm. And it's just a wonderful thing, no matter if it's different genre or, or anything. Yeah, and, I want the thong song played at my funeral. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> I want just that keep the it intro. Up. Like, like, just bring the casket in and then put on the thong song. And everybody <laughs> chuckle. <laughs> yeah. Because you know they're going to chuckle. The thong song, like, what or the hell's going on? going <laughs> <laughs> to start crying harder, like, oh, my God, not right now. <laughs> like, <laughs> she's doing it again. She did it again. <laughs> crazy girl oh, all right man. so um what kind of music do you listen to personally like um j- just gospel or do you listen to i listen you know, to i listen to everything but jazz and i you don't listen to jazz i want i try so hard <laughs> i've tried so hard jazz is hard sometimes there's, there's there's been so many people that okay we'll try this and like the coltrane and everything and i've put right. it on and then i was like i need to love this but i just don't <laughs> your heart don't. just isn't feeling it yet it just does it but everything with jazz um primarily yeah i'm on well, there's really nothing I'm primarily on. Just like 21 right. Pilots type rock, alternative uh-huh. rock. You like that stuff? Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. I like 20. I just discovered through Saturday Night Live this year, mm-hmm. them, and they played, I think it was them. They, the Was it House of Gold? Uh, um, I don't know. Um, it's like, he plays a keyboard. Okay. And I don't know if it's 21 Pilots. Yeah. Might be. I'm... I think it is, though. But anyway, <laughs> I didn't know who they were at all, and I had to look them up, and I mm-hmm. think that's what it came up with. Mm-hmm. They were really weird-looking dudes, yeah. like scrawny-looking dudes. <laughs> but he could sing really well, and then mm-hmm. when they when they played it live on Saturday Night Live, it sounded mm-hmm. good, and I was like, wow, I respect yeah. them now. Yeah, so. I went to their concert when they came here in uh, Wichita. Oh, I didn't. I, I saw that they were playing, but oh, I didn't go. It was amazing. It was amazing. Yeah. Them and Imagine Dragons. My oh, oldest wow. son was like, a, he, he's kind of a homebody. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, get out of the house. And he's like, I don't want to go. And I was like, well, uh, what do you want to do? <laughs> Nothing. And then one day he comes up to me. He's like, can we go to Imagine Dragons? And I was like, yes. <laughs> yes. Awesome. You need to go to a concert. Let's go. Yeah, that's cool. Mm-hmm. Um, we were we need to take our son to a, a real big rock concert with right. the spectacular. Mm-hmm. We wanted Metallica, but I was just late to the game on that. Mm-hmm. And they just sold out like crazy couldn't get three tickets together at the end oh man it was like you can get one over here one over i'm like no i'm not leaving them yeah (laughs) i'm not leaving them at a metallica concert (laughs) like that's sit right there and don't move (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's a good that's a good call for a parent like i'm not leaving you alone no you'll be smoking the grass (laughs) smoking the weed not the grass not the grass Like really, Get over it. it's not even that bad. <laughs> Oklahoma is like is is the Bible Belt. Like you, you isn't isn't it prescription legal there? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. yeah, we should have it prescription legal here for our friends with PTSD and all sorts of different kinds of things. Yeah, people which Wichita need to chill out, man. They really do. Some of them just need it. Mm-hmm. Like you need to blow it in her face if when they. <laughs> you need to blow it in my face when I'm driving because I'm just like these people all stupid. <laughs> 
Oh, that road rage is necessary. We need that adrenaline. It is. To hit the brakes for people who stop at green lights. Oh, my goodness. Wichita. And and the passing lanes. They don't get the passing lanes. Drives me crazy. It bothers me. So, okay, let's talk about any. Do you have a profound lesson that you've learned during your, you know, coming coming up age to, to where you are now? Um, that you cannot depend on yourself all the time. Because okay. I'm very independent. Like, right. I don't ask anybody for anything unless I just really, really need it. Mm-hmm. Um, Same here. But just having people even just to talk to or con- confide in right. or drive you somewhere or whatever, like, that's necessary. If you get yourself into a hole mm-hmm. and then just stay in that hole, then nothing gets done and nothing gets better. Right. And it just gets worse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we got that. And then to to trust trust the plan, like trust God's plan. Yeah. Because there's something always, we get so stuck in self. And mm-hmm. it's understandable because you wake up you. You're right. You're looking <laughs> at your eyeballs. Yeah, like, okay, I'm me. Yeah. Uh, but there's always something just bigger and profound. And yeah. and if we just kind of learn to to trust God's plan and then just love each other. Right. Regardless, I have such an array of different friends with different backgrounds from from super religious to like atheist and everybody in between right and really we're we're all in the same skin we all have the same goals we're all going to the same place we're all right heading to the end Mm -hmm. and everybody's doing the best that they can and one thing that i cannot stand is anybody just like looking down on anybody else for anything right yeah, it's... one of my favorite sayings is, you know, if you're looking down on someone, you better be picking them up. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You know? Exactly. So anytime you ever look down on somebody, it better be because you're putting a hand out to help them up. Mm-hmm. And it seems like, a, and it, it just seems like just the, the smallest thing that you can do. You don't have to, like, I'm kind of lazy, so you don't have to put a whole lot of effort. <laughs> I really am. You don't have to put, right. like, a bunch of effort. Because I used to think that helping people meant that... Go like, build a house or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have to put my whole life on a shelf or just. You know, right. Sometimes it's just like smiling. Hey, yeah, smiling or pick up the phone. Hey, I was thinking about you. How you doing? Yeah, not wanting nothing. Just mm-hmm. saying hi. Yeah, just saying you know? hi. Okay, well, I, I hate talking on you. the phone. Yeah. So bye. It's nice to have friends that care. Yes. And that's what it's about. So, or people that care, even if they're not your close friends. Right. Just to show that you care enough to. Like, open a door for you if you have your hands full or you're trying to wrangle your child or, or something like that. It's like, just, or w- watching out for your child when mm-hmm. they get a little yep. spastic, whatever yeah, they do. Like, I under, or just saying they understand when they're mm-hmm. throwing that fit. Just yeah. like, yeah, I understand. Just ignoring it. Yeah, you know, just, don't worry about it. We've all get, been there. Yeah, I'm getting my bread. It's going to get my bread now. I'll just step over your kid. I'll get my bread. <laughs> Oh, All right. So, do you have an inspirational story? Most recently, I believe the most inspirational thing because the, the kindness to strangers is something really, really incredible. And I was I was at the laundry uh, at the laundromat, and I had ran out of soap, and some guy gave me his soap. Mm-hmm. But that's not really inspirational. But it's just like different little moments like that have happened. Um, throughout my life to where like when I was going through my divorce I'd be talking to a stranger and they'd ask me for my phone number and then just just talk to me that one time Mm -hmm. or there'd be 
people on the corner with a with a sign that said, you know, God is good or, or whatever else. And I'd pull over and talk to them and then they just sit there and pray with me. So there's so many little inspirations right. all the time that they're just one big story is my whole life. Right. Just look for it. Yeah. Because the inspiration's out there. Right. Yeah. Right. And if, if you're out inspiring other people, one thing that I've noticed is that when you hit a low point, all of a sudden there's people there that, that want to inspire you too. Right. They don't want to see you down. Right. They want to lift you up. Exactly. So that's cool. And you're around a good group of people that are mm-hmm. um, supportive like that. Mm-hmm. And also vice versa, when they're down, you're there for them. Mm-hmm. And, and it reciprocates like that. Exactly. So that's so cool. Do you have any uh, plugs or anything of things you're doing in the future? Well, I am going to be working on getting finished (laughs) (laughs) with an album um and then i also have a i also have a show at she's going to be playing at kirby's on october the 18th in rock island downtown uh on november the 11th 2019 because this could be played like and who knows when it's going to be in the future yeah, when everybody has heads in jars yeah <laughs> like let's to the podcast from the past it's so cool <laughs> um oh i can plug my websites oh my god you can find me on facebook excellent santia Ware. that's s-o-n-t-i-a where w-a-r-e um and then i have a youtube page santia 67214 would be the easiest way to find it. Um, and then I'm also on Instagram for Santia Ware. And I'll put links to those pages on my website, and it goes on to all the little formats where people listen to this podcast. Mm-hmm. So, all right. There'll, there'll be links in the little, um, at, on the webpage, basically. Okay. So, matter work. No problem there. And um, I was wondering if maybe you'd play a song for us today. Okay. I sure will. Awesome. All right, so uh, this song is one that I wrote. It's called Fly, Um, and then here we go. Take back your hand darkness there is no plan there for me to understand if I could then I would turn the world from sorrow but darkness and light make me up inside Sorrow, but darkness and light 
find in your life Takes love and pain and strife If I could, then I would Turn your heart from demons But darkness and light Makes me up inside awesome thank you yeah well thank you so much for coming all right you are very welcome i appreciate you coming out and catching a pocket with me today all right i appreciate the opportunity thanks and good luck in your future i'll be at one of your shows all right right. that'll work cool all right thanks thank you Okay, everybody, that was Santia Ware. Uh, thanks for listening, guys. Uh, the Catch a Pocket Podcast is brought to you by me. Love you. Um, 
keep making art and I'll keep asking you to be on the podcast. Um, create something. Be good to society. It needs it. really needs it out there. Stand up for the right things. And don't judge other people. It's wrong. All right. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter even, sort of, barely. Um, you can listen to us on Google Play Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. Tune in. And thanks to Kirk for the music. Thanks, Lisa, for letting me use it. And thank you all for listening. Hope you catch a pocket you can be proud of. Good night.